Hey everyone, this is Nick Castle, better known as The Shape, and you are listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. And Greg, I'm right out your window. In and out of your consciousness, like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that nobody dared to go, but the love that we came to know, they call it Xanadu. Always got to set you up for that. So uh, my name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode... Our uh, celebration of uh, our lo- favorite local artists continues as we gather a few of our favorite folks to tackle the terrors of childhood. Oh, God. As we take in 2022's Xanadu Hellfire. Got it right that time. Yay. Yes. Uh, and whether you like cheese or not, uh, you can listen in to sh- our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your energy blast hole. (laughs) Uh, And technically, you can find us blasting out on the social medias. Uh, Technically, we're still on Twitter at Nightmare Junk, uh, but more importantly, importantly, we are on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead, and it is on that book of face. Where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and time-traveling shenanigans. <laughs> and as this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, August 11th. Ooh, what we got going on? Uh, if you find yourself in the Kansas City area, head on over to Screenland.com. And I think they will have the time-traveling shenanigans taken care of indoors, outdoors, and virtually. The Friday Night Fright tab. The Friday this is releasing, our lark through the French extreme Comes to a close. Oh. Going to something. So last week we did take in uh, Livid. First time viewing for both of us. Mm-hmm. Oh. But then going to something more familiar. Uh, something that we've actually screened multiple times. Yes. I Very divisive. Beyond divisive. Especially the end. Yeah, but stay, I dig it. Stay for the ending regardless. But uh, Alexander Aja's Hot Tension. Or High Tension. Or Switchblade, Switchblade Romance. Romance. There it is. There it is. As Genius says, it's definitely something that people react it's, to. It's going to leave an impression on you. It's it, going to leave an impression. Now, what? Like a cabin, like an armoire to the face. <laughs> and let's just say Stephen King approved. Very Stephen King approved. Also, animal trauma warning. Yes, this is your this is your Yelp review. Yeah, high Yelp, high Yelp high review. Yelp. Now, that being said, looking forward to next Friday Night's Fright and. <laughs> There's the old school, like, disaster films where they gathered just this incredible cast of characters. You'd have George Mm -hmm. Kennedy, uh, like Leslie Nielsen back in the day. uh, Mm -hmm. Shirley, uh, I just had it. Uh, Shirley Winters. There you go. Shelly Winters. Shelly Winters. But all gathered around something kind of crazy happening. And that spirit continued into like genre where you'd have like Armageddon and this and that, but that's Armageddon. Samuel Bronkowitz presents this. This this the Anaconda is not far from a Samuel L. Bronkowitz it's film. Big budget creature feature. Lo- big budget B. 
And because it's got Ice Cube, it's got John Voight, Jennifer got, Lopez, got Jennifer Lopez, got Owen Wilson, Kari Wurr, and a big snake. That's a big snake, man. And I can't. That's a big snake. That's a big snake. She did right here. That's all, baby girl. You know, I, <laughs> it's it's great. And plus, there's Owen Wilson like going around. Wow, look at here. I bet I could make a bill out of this. Check it out. Wow. And I I saw Anaconda in the theater multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Because fucking one, I'm like, oh, it's Cube. It's wicked. It's going to be awesome, right? And like Jennifer Lopez is Jenny from the block. Let's see what she can do. Plus a, a big snake. It's great. And I know we mentioned this to the one uh, goth gangster princess, so hopefully we'll see uh, Jill out there. Hopefully we'll <laughs> see you out there. Now, that being said, the other repertory screenings that are going to be happening on the weekend of the 11th, uh, it's actually kind of cool. You can have yourself an F. Gary Gray double feature uh-huh. both contemporary and classic as they are going to be screening uh, straight out of Compton nice <laughs> but then also screening from 1996 set it off nice. love it love it yeah, and I I wanted to make I should, sure uh, yeah I might, I might come out for that if I can that's you that, should because I just I should I watched it for the first time that movie is freaking phenomenal but then also uh, they're going to be playing Ernest Dickerson's Juice Ooh. Yes. Yeah, and honestly, you could do worse Tupac, huh? Than a set it off, juice, and then Demon Knight triple feature. Mm. Yeah. Are we doing Demon Knight? Oh no, not yet. Oh nineteen. We'll get back to that eventually. (laughs) Or just set it off in Demon Knight and just roll straight into Jada. That's just it. I didn't realize how much of a prequel yeah. that film yeah, really yeah, yeah. is going yeah. into that movie. See, My mind that's why was blown. She's hiding. That's why she's on the run. Exactly. She's that's, hiding out. She's fighting. She's hiding out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, first she had to. First, see, we don't know, but Jada Zan actually a CCH pounder, and she's <gasps> like all the shenanigans. After the bank robbery runs afoul, she's just hiding out in the desert. Exactly. You could have technically replaced John C. McGinley with CCH pounder in that film, and you would have had the pinnacle of just a 90s film. Now, that being said, and this is where we're going to get divisive because uh, going outdoors on the 12th in a movie that is guaranteed to bring a lot of people out because it is universally beloved mm-hmm. in terms of musicals. Fuck that movie. Okay. <laughs> However, <laughs> maybe I'll love it. In terms of the audience here, you love a portion of it. There's a In terms of our audience here, I know I I like Grease. Oh, I, I I will watch Grease any day of the week. Yeah. So three I out of four. Why is Grease? I hate okay. Grease. It's okay. <laughs> you won't be outdoors then. No. That is and safe I to love assume. musicals. I don't I like. Mean, like, I mean, I I don't like watching Grease with a certain type of people though. I'll say that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a time and place. <laughs> Thoughts on Grease too? Fucking yeah. I'm 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 a cool writer. Damn right yeah, you are. I'm there for that. My I don't niece. remember Grease too well enough. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's education. It's, I have time. familial ties to it because it's me. And my niece watched it a lot when she was little. You can give them a lesson in reproduction. Oh yeah. Reproduction. <laughs> reproduction. Yeah. Put but your pistol I'm, in the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what a pistol is. Right. I got your it's pistol. It's all about right here. Uh, science. <laughs> so that means that Grease two not playing outdoors on that Saturday, but the OG Grease is. Now. It's still fun. Of course, if you don't live in the Kansas City area and all the shit that's happening at Screenland sounds pretty cool and you'd like to support from afar, you definitely can. Uh, the easiest way, of course, is to head on over to uh, patreon.com slash screenland, become a member of their film family. But Genius, 
I'm talking to Patreon and Film Family. Hey, bellies. We also have our own little collection over at Patreon. And as it turns out, the day this episode releases, regardless of your tier, you can actually hear my thoughts completely on uh, watching and my experience of watching Set It Off. Nice. And I actually mentioned one, our, our guest in particular, because I wanted to make sure when I said Set It Off was screening and I knew that movie was important to them that I had yeah. seen it and not just had to like BS my way through it. Right. Good peer, for you, Greg. Peer pressure in a Good way. Good for you doing your homework before your event. <laughs> we are professional, gosh yes. darn it. <laughs> Iffy indeed. <laughs> Iffy of, oh, across the board. Uh, now, of course, to have access to that and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead. A lot of good stuff that's going to be had in the month of August. Mm-hmm. Now, genius, it should be said, the day we're recording this, this is one of those that we're banking way far out yes. in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're basically the day after this year's Crypticon. And I mention that because... Oh, my arm's tired. Yeah. yeah. Everyone involved <laughs> here at the table was definitely involved, but I was lucky enough to kick back and at least for a snippet or two watch bits and pieces of young guns and young guns too (laughs) yeah yes yes and i don't know how long it's been for anyone that's watched any of those but they're awesome it's always pretty recent in my brain go back to them if you haven't because they're wonderful but there's a bit between the two and it it's 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 one word does anyone remember the word pals Mm. And there's something about that word and its meaning, uh, just especially from when you're younger, when you got your pals, yeah, to when you're in, in your douchebag 20s and you got your pals, to when you're now getting older and you've got time to look back and then you look at your pals again. But I'm very fortunate to have pals that I've created from the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, the genius in myself. You know, we met initially through real crazy happenstance, but it was based on, hey, I, I have a podcast that one person listens to. Would you like to come on? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, flash forward later. Yeah, yeah. my God. The, the memories at this point. The shenanigans. <laughs> but all because of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the people that we've met because of the show. And like, oh, you know that person? Yeah. You know that person? Yeah, when did you know that person? Well, I know this person by how. How do you know that person? Well, I know this person by that. Wow, what a small, weird, horror world. And that's just it. When those people that we knew before the show, that we both knew crazily enough, when they get to come together. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I realized then, the pals I have now are doing super cool shit. But they're also some of the pals I had way back in the day. Yeah, I did the I did the math. We've known each other since 1997. There it is. Boom. 1997. Which, had we only known a year each other a year before sooner, we could have seen set it off in the theater together. That could that would have put us on just a different trajectory trajectory overall. <laughs> too <laughs> accurate. Now, that would have been too much. You all know our minds. you know our returning guests as they were recently. They got mad with us back in March. Did I? Uh, we, yeah. In March Madness. March Madness. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So please. I mean, she's like, I, I got beat. I, got, you I, guys, I don't remember that. I'm so good. sorry. That's good. If I piss somebody off and they're no longer mad because they forgot, then that's a good thing. Yeah. So. 
That's the impression we make, my I friend. Know, right? It's like we were hanging Fuck out. We those recorded. Guys. I was pissed off at them. <laughs> I don't remember. They got some. Je- you are not mad at us. I'm never mad at you. You're That's not the thing. Mad There's at no us. way I could. Well, be, no, so. you all came in and did us a solid at the last minute. Of course, any any time. Yeah, no, it's always appreciated. So yeah, please welcome back the co-founders of Atomic Cotton, Erica and Zach Hoffman. The Kaufmans, yay! And if I'm being honest, though, you all are genuinely loved on this show. Oh, thanks, guys. We get like such positive feedback when you're on the show. Yay! No, it's because I think people legitimately they know you, they love you guys, and because the horror community is so close knit. And a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. are your we're out friends. There on the streets. Yeah, yeah. You guys are. Uh, we like to get out there. Exactly, pounding the pavement, slinging <laughs> shirts everywhere. There's some cool horror shit going we on. We try. We try. I mean, seriously, yeah. you can't go to a horror convention nowadays and swing a stick without hitting somebody rocking an atomic cotton apparel. I'll tell you what, this weekend that was sure true. Yeah, wow, especially in Kansas City over Crypticon, it was insane. Your hometown Wait, heroes, hometown love is like, yeah, what? that was insane. Well, and we're going to be again many moons removed from it at this point, but it was really. It did it not feel like it felt like it did before the end of times. It felt like it did before the the world ended. I, I think it's moving like, it back to a back to a, smaller <laughs> back to a small hotel is like definitely yeah made the it ballroom so, aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I think and and I think people are starting to feel just like they can function in the world again. Mm-hmm. And so there was there was like a functionality of the crowd that was like people were actually having a good time and not just like not being shuffling around being weird. Yeah, as long yeah. as we can keep things nice. Because yeah, towards the end of it, it became God's blind spot. And as much as I love God's blind spot, <laughs> mm. like, I think that was also like the death kneel, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, like, well, shenanigans aside. <laughs> honestly, though, I think we're at the point where the, the shenanigans are kind of subsiding. Yes. Yeah. Are they not? Yeah, I think so. I can't party like I used to, that's for sure. Um, no, I think I can. And then I'll like nibble on some shrooms and be like, yo, let's just eat some food and I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay out late. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Nah. Party. Like, man, it's like 11 nah, I've o'clock. Been, like, cause I, we that is so exactly hard. what happened this weekend, actually. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much buildup and then it's here and you're working and you're doing it and then you're like, oh, geez. Like everybody was like, you can rest now. And I was like, no, I got to be on my friend's pocket. I still got to like be on. Got more things to do. Yep. No, and that's another way of saying thank you guys for also taking the time out. Well, you know what, Greg? Thank you for watching my movie. My wonderful movie. We didn't just watch it, Erica. (laughs) We we experienced it. This is great. As if there is a way to watch a film that your friends in, and again, a friend that I've known for many many moons. A friend that our friendship was built upon, like our love. It was. Of it was about. It was because of pop culture and movies and like silly shit. Yeah, that definitely. We gravitated toward each other to see my friend in a film that it not like only celebrates that specifically and exceeds my expectations yeah. going in <laughs> beyond the movie and the quality of the film itself. The fact that your DNA is like all it's enmeshed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty movie. in it. Yeah, that's it's, the thing. We could like run a black light over it and mm-hmm. it would blind us with just so <laughs> <much honor. laughs> Oh to Erica. Erica, calm down. Calm down. But the, I mean that in such a in a such a positive way though, because there's so much like passion involved in this it's movie. Because it, it how it started and how we made it and it's it is like it was a very much a, a labor of love from 
a group of people that have so much passion about that type yeah. of silly bullshit that just sort of just gets around and riffs off of each other and doesn't hold anybody's stupid idea back. Like everybody could contribute their own little silly bullshit and, and they would just, just made it up. magic. And it was like, it was just fantastic. But see, when you're making a movie like the Xanadu Hellfire, there we go. Yeah. Did we even say the name of the movie? <laughs> right. <yet? laughs> sure. Xanadu Hellfire available on Tubi and where all of the fine movies are played. Um, when, <laughs> when you're making a movie like that, and especially like you're saying, when a group of friends can get together and make a movie about things that they love and things that they're passionate about, it can go one of two ways. It can go very sideways with a lot of inside jokes, a lot of references and things that don't land or be yeah. spirited, mm -hmm. especially the, the mean spirited kind, depending on what it happens. Or right. you can wind up with something in earnest that shows genuine love. It's the whole Turbo Camp Kung Fury. Turbo Kid. Turbo mm -hmm. Kid yeah, yeah, yeah. Kung, Fury. Camp, Kung Fury Camp, where yeah. it's made with either earnest or like, hey, let's laugh at the 80s or like, hey, let's talk about and show like, why we What did we, we like the, the best? 80s. What was our favorite thing? And, and that's the thing that I loved about this one. It's... You can tell everybody who is in this movie m loves these type of movies. Yeah. It's, it's these old sword and, sorcery sword and sorcery and time travel. And I appreciate the fact that we have foul-mouthed kids in yeah. this movie. I, I like the kid adventure movie whenever mm -hmm. it's some kids and they're caught in some bullshit. And they're like, oh, well, now we're the all there's never adults around. Mm -hmm. And you're just like. Now we got to figure it out. And kids always have an innate understanding of how to handle a fucked up situation, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I really like that. Like when kids are just like just as equally as in play as the adults, if not running the show. Yeah. They, but I also love how goofy it is. As and in it's, like, yeah, it's silly as in like, but the stakes are high. The stakes are played seriously. But a lot of the side characters are Simpsons characters. Yeah. And humor can be very, very Simpsonistic. And I love that shit <laughs> there was a really amazing balance of the sincerity mm -hmm. but then also of the absurdity the absurdity mm -hmm. for sure which <laughs> and we're talking things from Pratt Falls yeah of which let me just tell you this you have not lived until you have Erica pointing out the weird the stuff that <laughs> all, happens all that no stunts. one would notice this is where I pulled a groin muscle but yeah. <laughs> none of that happens though without the relationships that you guys have established mm -hmm. through your years of being with the horror community so that's the place I want to start is where did that that initial collaboration start with Okay, so I was, because I was thinking about it. I thought you might ask me this, so I've been thinking about it. Um, <laughs> we met we met Justin Armeo, who is the writer and director of uh, Xanadu Hellfire. Uh, I want to say like 97? No, that's when you met Greg. No, no, I mean, I met... <laughs> 20, uh, 2013, yeah, 10 he, years He's my ago. numbers guy. <laughs> so we met him in L.A., though. His name Vinny, he crunches them. Right? So we met Justin in L.A., and he was working, or he was there to promote Bloodsucker Jones, his his other two films that he'd made. He'd only made First one at the one. time. Um, but he was there working on that, and we were just like... Everything that he was promoting was hilarious, and I was into it, and I was like, this guy's fantastic, and so we just bonded with him really Our quick. Our type of humor. Totally just off-the-wall funny. So then years go by of doing shows with Justin, you know, and he's he made a sequel to Bloodsucker Jones. It's Bloodsucker Jones versus the Creeping Death. And then um, one night we're out to eat, and he starts telling me about this idea he has for kind of a sword and sorcery type 80s type of movie oh. and um and i'm like oh you don't say <laughs> that just happens to be like my favorite all-time thing forever 
And so Justin and I just literally started riffing on like our favorite parts of shit. And so it's like Beastmaster, Kroll, Conan. Like, and then I think Turbo Kid had just come out at the time. So it was, there was a lot of that aspect. And, and um, so he goes off and writes the first draft and he sends it to me. And I'm like, cool. Well, we need, we need a, a plucky best friend. We need some goons. We need these guys. Like, I, I'm like, we need, we need some, let's, let's jazz it up. So we went back and forth a few times where I w- he'd send it to me and I'd just be like, I really, really like this. This works. This is dumb. I don't like this. And every time it just kept getting better and better. So, um, but at the same time, I'm like, this, this is never going to get made. This is just me and my buddy, you know, having a fun pipe dream. That's just like this wacky shit. Um, but I was really invested in the characters at this point because I'd like helped come up with like this Valeria character and, and Becky and you know like there's different characters that I'd like felt a part of and so production then the pandemic happens Ooh. and it's like everything shuts down so automatically conventions stop and like yeah. movie making stops mm-hmm. happening like everything stops happening and it's just like literal apocalypse like well okay <laughs> okay so this is the thing and um of and at the same time i had uh neck problems where three of my vertebrae had pretty much collapsed in on itself and so i was just like in all this pain the world had ended like doom and gloom nonstop. and justin was like you know what i'm i think i'm gonna try and like make this movie for real and i was like okay well keep me in the loop dude <laughs> and so it just kept evolving it kept actually turning into a real thing he started announcing actors that were attached and it was kickstarter just like kickstarters started and he was like you know coming at me with like this is going to happen this is and he still hadn't cast anyone for valeria and i was like oh man it's got to be the perfect person for valeria because that was the one i was like that's the character that i was most invested in and so then eventually he was like, hey, so I got this crazy idea. You just want to be Valeria? And I was like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> fuck yes, I do. And he's uh, like, okay. He's like, but then he was like, Erica, really? Like, this is for real. Like, do you think you could really do this? Do you think you could come to LA and shoot this movie for like a, a certain amount of time and like do all the shit? And I was like, Justin, I got you. Like, this is my, this is going to be it. And, uh, and then we then just kept happening. Like things just kept happening. It was the first time I'd traveled by myself, um, like all this big life events, and but it was like right at the height of fucking Omicron, so yeah. Oh my God, it was wild, dude. So your first time swimming in the ocean, it's and a shark infested. Yeah, yeah water. and it was so weird. Was just, my Lord. Like I just kept saying yes, and I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm well, just gonna fucking do I it. I know the reason why you said yes, and it's in the name. And if you go back to any time we usually talk, I talk about again the shared memories. It's Conan. Oh yeah. Yeah, it all goes back to Conan with us and your relationship to Sam with Bergen that. And my God. And Conan, and just as a child, like, and and in, in that actually one of the characters, the Queen in uh, Xandu Hellfire, was originally in our brains, Sandal Bergman. Like it, when we envisioned the, the Queen, yeah. it was always Sandal Bergman. I can see yeah. that. And so I was like, I'm technically one of the Queen's henchmen. And she sends me in through the portal. Um, but so, like, I, I, my name is Valeria because that's my queen. And, uh, yeah, that's, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> when I realized, when, and when you've kind of were telling us the history of it, when it was coming along and all the stuff, like, right. oh, my God, I'm, like, literally going to be in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the character, Valeria. It's like, 
oh my god like what like yeah this is like you said it's happening and we're privy enough with enough filmmakers to know like all the miracles. Yeah, it doesn't it just happen. To, no, they, it's a have lot, have lot yeah. of work. Anything on a lot right. of parties. Yeah, but didn't didn't they also then have like a proof of concept? The Justin and um, uh, Randy, who's the director of photography, um, did a really elaborate proof of concept trailer that that was attached to the Kickstarter. That I would have to say was like the catharsis thing that kind of kicked it into high gear when people saw that and uh just started like uh, there were a lot of visuals Mm -hmm. that helped sell it and yeah and i think he he had done so well with the bloodsucker jones stuff and is so established already as like being able to get the job done really well with just that the crew that's he works with the whole crew that's like as hell it's these but it's this like team of guys that out there i can't think of all their names but like the sound people the makeup people like randy's a teacher so he always has students that can help out so the productions are like really very well put together and that's what they say you know you find the people that they talk yeah you you have your crew and mm -hmm. it fucking just works yeah justin has a crew out there and it's dudes like a lot of them he's grown up with um Andy. Yeah, Andy and Preston and um Andy's the trash man, yeah, right? Andy's, and yeah. Andy takes out yeah. the trash in the movie. <laughs> Preston is Bloodsucker Jones. Like okay. all these people like have been friends forever. So that energy is there too of that that humor that has been working so well for years and being able to bring people in and like help them blossom and shine and whatever you know it's, it's really cool because like watching like that whole crew of people is just like watching like jill and her crew or yeah you know whoever it like it, it just showed me like how important like knowing know, every, everyone, that you can that you can yeah. trust that your person that you're working with is going to get their job done that so then you can focus on your fucking job because things kept happening because oh. it was covid times yeah. So um, there were two of the main actresses couldn't shoot for an extended amount of time because they got COVID. So we were rewriting plot lines on the fly, which is why I got such a bigger part. Like we would go but to bed, <laughs> we would go to bed, and Justin would be up until yeah, like Justin nine a.m. Writing, writing the next all night, and then he would just show up on set and be like, "Hey guys, this is what we're gonna do." It, it's, la, it's la, all la, about la, improvising, la. yeah, whatever that. But that was the other big surprise I had with this film. The, the importance of you actually in the film Valeria and what Valeria does player yeah. and a plot I, I, I make the plot move along yeah you do <laughs> you're, the, you're the main MacGuffin in a roundabout way yeah. like yeah and I'm just gonna say it now in terms of waxing your car again the incredible experience you're I was watching it great you're goddamn good you're in it. you are so, so good, good in it you really guys. are and also you're I funny will... you got just just like the the way like just to look like the mean I worked on it. Some yeah. of the mean mugging you did was great. I mean, how much do I just mean mug on the regular though? Like for real. So <laughs> now you're using your powers for good. So Gary, Gary Busey once famously said, uh, "The role of hider in the house." <laughs> was that just him showing up? He said it's a it's a called a nor a nor role a no acting required yeah, role. Yeah, I I can like, get that. So, so I was yeah I was just saying that like the other actors that were there that were actual professional actors were like how long you been working in this industry and i was like uh four days like literally this is just i, I helped <laughs> write today tuesday yeah i was like <laughs> i helped write this with my buddy this is just like me like i'm i'm just showing up being me getting the job done <laughs> and then also knowing though that the fact that you're 
in so much pain. You're like doing it's it's this is basically the behind the scenes is one of those sports documentaries where you're playing through the pain. Yeah, you know, you're gonna yeah. get the team to win the my championship. My neck was totally you fucked were... up. Um, I <clears throat> I could not use my left arm predominantly, and so I'm that's why I'm if just you... holding my staff like a soldier. Just holding it at the ready the whole time because I couldn't. I just propped it there on my staff and like looked tough. But it added. But you made it work. You made it it work, man. I'm all Wilt Chamberlain up in there. Nobody (laughs) would. I I felt a little bombada from you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I channeled that, and I there were characters definitely because it was. I was kept saying that it was if Zula and (laughs) Bombarder. Had a child, it was Valeria. Oh, oh my lord! But it's like how that doesn't well, work, Erica. I, well, in my brain, it does. You know, it, it, you know, another time, in another, another, time, place. In another yeah. place. Yeah. Oh, we Cronenberg things cool. all the yeah, time. Right? It's I fine. mean, Beastmaster was—they put him inside a, a cow or something. So you know, you could make it. Work. Yeah. Let's talk about those. Some of your favorite sword and, or any of our favorite sword and sounds. But you start there because that's a genre that. Yeah. Oh my lord. Um. So my dad and I—that was our—that was our thing. But it was definitely Conan and Conan the Destroyer, Beastmaster, Kroll, and those are like the four that were on constant repeat. I, I somehow my brain Dune gets stuck in there, but it's not sword and sorcery, but what? it's like sci-fi sword and sorcery a little it's bit. It's opulent. sand and sorcery. And it's, it's sand and sorcery. There you go. Yeah. It's like sci-fi sand and sorcery. <laughs> <But laughs> it works. And but it's that theme of like. And then like Princess Bride Mm -hmm. and Mm. it's totally, but then also like one of some of the other shit that inspired Xanadu Hellfire that I got to say the revenge of the, yeah, revenge of the nerds. Cause it's like underdog, like rising up too. Cause it's like, it's kind of just like the weirdo outcasts. Mm -hmm. I really like a cast of people when it's like, what the fuck are these fucking guys? Like, where'd she come from? What? There's just this lady there with like, uh, yeah. like. But then they become part of the gang. But then it's all, it all works. It all (laughs) all, all works. Yeah, like one of the characters, like the dark one, the dark girl. Right, the dark one. Yeah, the dark one. I love that she's like, what are you guys supposed to be? We're badasses. Yeah, we're just cool. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to join you you guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want to join the bad team. Right. Awesome. And then she becomes just kind of one of the major players. Yeah. Again, a lot of the Simpsons-esque. It's almost like you see people playing and you're like, hey, guys, can Can I I play play in your game? Yeah, come on. We're playing cool. There's actually a part at the end of the movie that feels very much like Red Rover to me. Because it's like you got the good guys, you got the bad guys, yeah. and they're faced off against each other, and they meet up in the middle, and then one of the guys just goes to the other side, and you're like, "Hey, man, Red Rover, yeah, like, send them back over." So yeah, it has that vibe of just play acting. And That's kind of how I approached fun. it was just play and, acting, and it shows because how much fun it looks like everybody's having. The script in general and is just we a were fun working movie. With kids too, and we were having the like riff it with kids, foul mouth kids, my foul mouth kids, wonderfully yes. foul mouth. Kids. <laughs> the yes. biggest compliment I can give this film is it does feel like something I would have stumbled upon on HBO about four thirty. No, yeah. For me, it'd been four thirty in the afternoon because okay. it would have been PG. Because I, I think you could probably get away PG even for with sure, swearing yeah. back in the day. But just then that Amblin feel, kids in, in peril, yeah. mixing up with adults, but then you feel like an adult because of the swearing. And it should be noted, very little gore in this. Yeah. No no nudity or anything. Nope. But, just, but a lot of action. Oh, and a lot yeah, of lot amazing action. action. Some incredible action. Like, I do my own stunts, man. Yeah, you do. <laughs> there's, and there's some fight scenes and everything. You would have gotten a bump. 
yep. on a big time Hollywood book production, man. And that's again <laughs> with your neck all messed up. Yeah, Erica. I was very messed up. I shouldn't have been out there running around the desert, but I was like, this is my shot. But this is Valeria. This is your <laughs> Hollywood. Here I come. <laughs> I'm going to yep. be a star, no, man, Papa. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Those <laughs> California pharmaceuticals definitely helped. <laughs> Whatever gets you through the Yeah, I was living it up. Well, you've got basically <laughs> two different kind of movies in this. You do have the sword and the sandal on the fantasy side. Yeah. And then you've got the reality with the kid side. Okay, it the should time be noted. displacement. It's a, it's a travel through time tale. Because mm-hmm. in the future... 2097. Right? 100 years is, from the best apocalyptic time ever. Or when is, we met in 1997, right? Is that the math? That, is that how that yes, works? It was in 97. We were we we're the, staved we're, off when the normal apocalypse yeah. was supposed to happen. But anytime you can incorporate that 97 thing into your film, especially into the future, loved it. Thought it was fantastic. But I think there's going to be a camp of people that are can be put off by kid actors because I know there are some people in Genius Enough I encountered them, people that don't like uh, Psycho Gorman because of, of Mimi. Well, she's kind of, I mean, I'm I'm just going to say the character. The, that He's, girl did a, a freaking phenomenal job, but the character herself is kind of snotty. Kind of great. She's yeah. kind of a little snotty, a little twerk. She's a cartoon, yeah. but yeah. a different type of cartoon. Or like the but, kid from the Babadook. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. kids I, I can make a break no, I get movie. it, I get it. But, I understand yeah, is it. it. Now, is it Arya Surik? Yes. As Ruby... She's yeah. great. Aria at, at, as Ruby is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. So sweet. So, but also all the stuff that she has to say. Yeah. The Even the back and forth that the daddy-o, the Ruby-o. Yeah, daddy-o, Ruby-o. And yeah, it, she was, there's, she was there and she worked with like all adults. Well, I mean, she, she worked with like the, a lot of the older men mm-hmm. basically. Like she was just kind of held her own with her, like a bunch of dudes yeah and she did great yeah, yeah she did a great job and then um who's the little girl that played becky chloe chloe i can't pronounce it like i think it's sligar chloe sligar she was funny just becky. showing up as the badass becky the badass friend and yeah. then giving okay i have to ask was it in the script or whose idea was to include like the little stats of the things that that's they the thing done? that justin does throughout his his films so it's, it's like one a, of the it's one of his favorite things to cool. do is to give little stats and that's that little bit sense of style mm-hmm. that you get with this film. And Jesus Christ, style in yeah. terms of how stylized this film is from the costume design right. to the score. The score the is so good. The score is really good. Drives it and gives but it such a... The style goes from so... Because see, the opening scene, the opening fight scene has really no preview of the madcap shenanigans it's that are gonna happen <laughs> yeah you're like because wait what the, the opening proof of concept is super dead serious magical powers yeah. lasers full-on fights and i'm like damn we're going for like like warriors of the wasteland type like right. oh, yeah shootings lasers almost like i'm waiting for rip torn to be the evil right. sorcerer, yeah. you know? <laughs> but then we turn into this we get that, but then time travel and kids again, foul mouth right. and and uh, commercials that are explaining things. I and love running the commercials and commercials. the TV stuff, <laughs> like Super Jacked, yeah, and just Super Jacked, and just all the goofy shenanigans. The whole uh, big, well, not big Kahuna Burger, Big Boss Burgers, Bloodsucker, Bloodsucker, Bloodsucker Badass, Bloodsucker Burgers, Bloodsucker Badass mm-hmm. Burgers, and just those whole commercials. Caters. Introduction yep. of all the other yep. the, the used car, buy a car for your wife. Or your girlfriend, you know, exactly. just 
you don't expect to see that in the super sword and sandal movie that you're shown at the beginning and that's like holy shit i this is way more fun than i expected right. wow you know i i that's i love that kind of shit when i can get fooled like that and like yeah really enjoy the wacky world that i'm in i really enjoyed watching you crack up through the whole thing yeah i was really like my i was like i really want to like just watch you guys and just watch this <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie it's been it's been a particular audience like i've been waiting to watch it with yeah. you guys for, for a real. while and it gave me some genuine belly laughs i'm not even gonna lie yeah what am i my i had a rick doll moment because i I knew you were involved. I didn't know you were involved. <laughs> I literally had to look back and go, "Is that that is Zach, right?" Yep. Listen, I, no one has that beard the way yours does, but you know, <laughs> he's knows? not wearing his glasses too. Right? Yeah, uh, is the thing. Go. That's just it. Yeah, yeah where's not Zach? The glasses. Where'd Zach go? Where would he go? <laughs> he's hey, gone. Hey, there he is. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Clark Kent, so, Superman. But that's the other thing, though, man, is that communal thing of mm-hmm. getting to hear the quips and the shit that apparently happened behind the scenes. Yeah, and. Also, like you said, so I'm not going to lie, there were multiple times that I was kind of over curled up in my chair, tearing up quite a bit. And I think a lot of it stems from knowing how... In a good way. Oh, a beautiful way. <laughs> a beautiful way. <laughs> oh my God, why did she make this movie? Oh, fuck. And oh we my. have to pretend this is gray. <laughs> no, I'm George C. Scott. And, uh, you know, just, no, but it was legit because I think I have enough feel of what it means for you. Yeah. And to see it with people that you've grown, like legit, like we, like you are family members to me. Yeah. And to see that, to see it, to see it's so badass. To I'm see hella it. proud of it, dude. You, you should, should be. I'm so proud. It's really good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and I'm, it's I'm crying. so much fun. <laughs> but then, like, you menace a kid. Yeah. Multiple like, kids. Multiple you menace kids. a high school. You, you destroy school. a town. Yeah. And a gym coach. We try, but he's and not having it. basketball toughs come out of nowhere. I could not handle the basketball players. And that's where the... It's because sports. You fell down and went boom. I fell. Yeah, I totally fell. Yeah, keep an eye out, kids. Whenever you watch Zandu Hellfire, there's a scene where... this. So for just out of the fucking blue, these basketball player guys show up. And there was this one girl in gray who just was targeting me hard, like coming at me harder than she really needed to. And I went ass up and nobody, they ne- they never said cut. Mm-mm. So I was just, and I kind of was like, I felt pretty hard. So I was waiting for a cut and they never said cut. So I just got up and like started like boxing the, the basketball players <laughs> again and just got back right into it. But it's so funny. It works though. It is. It's hilarious because again, it's one of those like Simpson-esque non-sequiturs. Yeah. You guys are in I the I felt middle. really good too. Like my legs went straight up in the air. <laughs> it like hilarious. Yeah. Because you guys are in the middle of this fight in the and gym. Then, and it's like an epic battle of dement- time displacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes the school. Here comes bas- the school the basketball kids, team. Hey, they kids. Start, get off our court. <laughs> yeah. Fucking with they, they just fuck with us and be like, we don't know what to do because they have basketballs. Right? Intimidating the big Warriors. I could have like, punched oh. the basket and then I fell down. Because I did notice that red-headed girl was all up in your face. She's like, yeah! yeah she comes right at me. Roar! Yeah. Maybe she was met, maybe again, like kind of like you she know She kind of had to sit around maybe for she... a couple of hours, so she was really getting into her part by that point. Sick of this shit, taking it out yeah. her. One ah. of the other basketball people was a production assistant because they, like, a whole bunch of people were supposed to be there, like a team. And, like, half the people didn't show up. That's why there's, like, three people, like, harassing us on the basketball And you court. had made mention the fact that because of that, your role became yeah, things, expanded. things kept happening. People kept getting COVID, and there were, like, medical things that went down with just different people that couldn't come to set. 
And so it was like, oh shit, we only have a certain amount of time. We have to move. We have to like do what we can do in the time that we have. Erica, you want to like deliver a couple more lines? I guess so, man. If you want me to, I'll do it. And I was like, whatever you want, boss. That, that was kind of the ongoing. Yeah. I was like, I'm your goon, dude. Put me where you need me. I, I can do whatever you need. Tell me where to go. And it, we just kept doing it. And the thing is, like, then we would just get up there and start, like, riffing. Like, me and Preston had a lot of fun. There's a scene with me and Bloodsucker Jones. And uh, okay. <laughs> our dialogue was all it was all made up. Because we were just kind of like, I, I guess we got to say some shit. And, uh, but, yeah, we did a really good job. That's I see. I didn't realize well, so much of that would be improvised. Well, I wasn't. It was supposed to be the sister, the evil yeah. sister. But she had got oh COVID, so, so she couldn't shoot with certain people. So then I absorbed a lot of her part to move dialogue and plot along you are basically the walt flanagan <laughs> of the of the xanadu hellfire Help. club you fill in wherever you have to yeah. be and you make it work but honestly though that's the thing when you kept showing up and you're killing your delivering your dialogue <laughs> there's and certain mean points mugging the, the, your oh, the facial I like, expressions i like let's cut his balls off yeah that sounds like, fun are they, oh. are they gonna hurt him no he'll be fine let's cut his balls off there were multiple lines throughout. I'm like, fuck yeah, Erica got to deliver. Yeah. Got to deliver with panache. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I told you that she was real. Yeah. That's my opening line. Yo, I told you that shit was real. And that's when I was like, <laughs> Erica's in this. <laughs> She's playing the funny henchman. And yep. then I thought it was just going to be like the background, like you just be in the background, make quips now and then. But no, no, you're yeah. out there. I was like second in command. Causing yes. the shit, you're yeah. you're blowing up the town. Just, you're just making for the hell of the, it. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> newscasters fall down. Okay, yep. yeah, that. So there's a couple of moments where it features you all in like what looks to be in the wild and in the raw, just like in L.A. Yes, yeah, that car. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally just someone driving by. <laughs> and I had to imagine at that point because you mentioned was on? that the first time that you were I, out? That was literally I'd gotten off the plane, took a uber to the set with all of my luggage and they were like hey you want to just like walk around and shoot some stuff while we're here and i was like guess so and so i put my wardrobe sure. on and wandered around for a couple hours they were like act like you're shooting lasers out of your hands and i was like with what and they were like your hands and i was like okay so um i was doing all sorts of weird stuff and libby started throwing underhand she's my kogun and Libby had all the style. Like, once she started doing it, then I started feeling it because I was really stiff because I'd never done anything like that before. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Libby playing Sonia. And yeah, Libby was Sonia. What a great team, right? <laughs> the, the two of you. Yeah. Sonia and Valeria forever. You worked so well. Yeah. Like, the straight man and the wild one. So She's the Spicoli. She's yeah. the Spicoli. Oh, my God. Yeah. And when you though that first time that when you cross though when you you lay in with your little delivery the flare but then <laughs> but then those scene of course the special effects added to it it's mm -hmm. badass it mm -hmm. looks great mm -hmm. in fact there's that one moment where you guys are having that huge fight in the gym mm -hmm. that was not necessarily of a oneer but there's a long take yeah where we where walk in guys, the circle yes. yeah Xanadu does like wall tricks like yes. she jumps up onto the wall and when before they were like staging it she was like I'm gonna jump up on the wall and spin and kick and do all this shit and I was like get it girl and she did it like multiple times oh, is it Macy Macy Minar she and name. all the in camera craziness yeah all her yeah she's badass yeah, she, and all her too because she, yeah, she trained hard like during the pandemic they did video training with the the um oh our non-cynthia rothrock yeah, yeah. Spe speaking of training who oh, i can't remember badass. 
She was incredible. And those sequences of the many, yeah. many the montages s- we get in our film. <laughs> so many montages. But Very canon whole, films-esque. It yes. was wonderful. But yeah, that whole <laughs> sequence when she is doing the training. The shit. It was cool because yeah, her master was dope. Yeah. The martial um, arts master. There we oh go. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Just unreal. She's level. she's an actual like like champion in what she does in her her field. It's it's and up on the screen. It, it, you can tell, like, yeah. yeah like when I tell people that, they're like, uh, yeah, obviously, because she does phenomenal stuff. Well, and even by the time that after a year mm-hmm. of you know the montage, them doing that in lieu, yeah, kind of something I would have maybe have heard from a Wu Tang song, possibly mm-hmm. exactly. Very, very fitting, very that. fitting in a roundabout mm-hmm. way. We're rocking out to Wu Tang. It, it felt that way, but yeah, I just love that level of intensity profession and it was professional too yeah. like just the the people passionate about what they do like everybody brought their a game of what they're passionate about and like, it shows oh that is cool like the special like effects everybody the, man. the well, special the effects yeah. people oh, yeah. the the uh, effects even so this guy yeah, we have a lizard man <clears throat> this lizard, lizard man. man if you look in the background uh when she's first walking across that basketball court like mm-hmm. right before yeah. i'm on there you'll see him like, like stilt walking on all fours, like, like like wheelies, like from Return to Oz. Oh shit! Or uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he trained with he those trained people. He trained with those people. Like, like he's a month, he's a suit like and makeup guy out oh, wow. there, and is like like everybody was like professional, <clears throat> top of their game. So cool. Super cool people. And then I'm like, I've never acted. I'm just here, my lady. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. But, but you said it had kind of a, or I was talking about the team and the the. It, kind of has a, a full-on like family vibe mm-hmm. justin armeo's mother oh yeah she's was the uh catering yeah she's the, she does craft services unbelievably yeah, so good Perfect. his mom right, would show wait, up so what were y'all eating then oh my god oh my god because like, that's what we chili wanted. there was, was a chili insane. that was really good, so good. um but there was like a tortilla thing that was really good mm. um oh just really good healthy snacks like, there was just good stuff you like ate well and yeah there was like, like meals like home cooked yeah. meal, like yeah. real oh my home god meal. yeah it was nice that's so nice and, well, that, and we would all sit down and eat our meals together and it was just it was nice it had a good vibe and in the desert they had like this little it was a huge place. It was like this big ranch. Yeah, we shot at a like it, same place ranch. they shot. Uh, Don't worry, darling. You can actually see really? the uh, okay. You can see the dome oh. in the background. Yeah, in some the of space the shots. dome building is in the shot. Well, and that also that location adds so much like production. Yeah, for value. Real. For yeah, real. into that all that stuff was there. Like all of the it's trailer real. and the, you know yeah. everything was just. But the yeah this building here where they were doing the Snake the food man. and the the, the makeup, makeup. It was like our little. Setup. It was like a. It was like a 70s country swinger ranch. It was literally a swinger ranch. Does that explain all the all pineapples? pineapples? No, that was, that was the Airbnb that was uh, the the dad's house. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was the dad's house Airbnb. <laughs> no, every I guess LA just maybe just like has a swingers vibe everywhere you go. A swingers ranch, apparently? Yeah, it was, and it was... <laughs> well, right next to the Spawn Ranch? Yeah, yeah. just all the ranches. I guess. Well, and it's not that it wasn't distracting, but... There's a lot of fruit in this film. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was the Airbnb. I think. Okay. It's perfect. <laughs> it, per- it adds to the mythos at this point. Or that again, the baggage we bring. Yeah, exactly. we're like, Actually, like, if there's a lot on the walls. A lot of the, mm. Uh, mm. a lot of the wall coverings 
are hidden like Easter, Easter eggs. The Pepe Silva board. All just, for just yeah, our friends. <laughs> yeah, of our friends, of people that have worked on the film. There's Tristan Risk is hidden throughout. Mm-hmm. We're hidden throughout. There's a lot of Atomic Cotton art hidden throughout. I so, would yeah. really. Tristan Risk is called out by name on one of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Mermaid had a lot Tristan. to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. She, I, she was supposed to, we were going to have her in it, ooh. but then the pandemic happened and she And she moved to New, to New Zealand. So oh. but she was, a t- I mean, I'm not going to like quote and say she was attached to it for mm-hmm. a very long time, but she was. And she's like my buddy and was all like, you can do it, Erica. Go make a movie. And I was like, okay, Tristan, I'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) All I know is I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to have truly lived if I don't share some flapjacks with some atomic cotton syrup. The syrup, right? (laughs) Right there, right next to the swear jar. Oh, the, the full swear jar. Which did you see at the end of the movie? And those girls got, uh, they got all the money. Yeah. Like it's Aria, in the credits. Yeah, Aria and Chloe so got great. all the money. But those little brats at one point came up <laughs> to me after I had sworn or whatever. And they were like, hey, swear jar. And I was like, I don't have any money. And they were like, well, you can Venmo us. And I was like, you can shut up. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any money. But they like, like they kept trying to like, I couldn't move. You know, I was very handicapped. And they kept trying to like do all sorts of fun physical activities with me. And I was like, guys. I'm just gonna be the bad guy and sit here all surly, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm just gonna stay in character. Method acting. Yeah, for Arr. real. But um, they warmed. I warmed up to Chloe probably the best because she's a little smart ass. But we've all stayed in touch. Like it's such a fun little. It's been fucking awesome. Like it's been the coolest experience ever and i have justin to thank for all of it like for real because it Justin's all it amazing. all started with him being like hey, and preston so i had this idea yeah justin and those that whole yeah. all those people Andy. just being so inclusive that that they're like you want to just be your part in this thing and be a part of this thing yeah yeah, yeah man thank you that's so. cool right well, and then it doesn't start without you actually going over and seeing black sucker jones you're like that's the kind you know that's again scratching a particular itch. yeah yeah let's see what this is all about it's, pre- <laughs> it's preston in that fucking outfit with that afro man i had to know what that was about and so there you go <laughs> that's a big F- afro but, too but his costume if, if you look uh if you haven't seen the blood sucker jones movies uh, on the shirts in the restaurant mm-hmm. he's wearing his, his regular his costume normal outfit yeah, <coughs> it's very uh, iconic. Very leisure denim. Very leisurely. Nice. <laughs> White peewee shoes. So hot! It's so hot. Like I was automatically like, I have to go talk to that man. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and now we're Xanadu Hellfire. That's just it, though. And right? again, that doesn't happen. If That's you the don't butterfly do that. wing effect. <laughs> It, it totally yeah. is. It totally is. I, if I didn't go and watch <gasps> Aliens with you back in like 97 or whatever, yeah. this wouldn't happen None again. None of this. And I'm so glad it did. Because right. not only do you get to, again, we experienced it, but now you get to like experience with other family and friends. Should be noted, at Crypticon, who shows up? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had some friends. Of, oh, my Lord. Uh, our friends Ben and Liz did cosplay, and she totally cosplayed Valeria, like, and to the T. Like, bought the actual, like, prop corset. Like, all the things that I wore are identical. And she yeah. comes walking around the corner, and I was just like, what? I still am, like, flabbergasted by it. And then Ben was Becky. The so, Becky And he, ha- he <laughs> had her little special shirt on and, like, the wig with the pigtails, and it was just too much. And again, though, but how does that now? Was how... How surreal was that? It's 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 so surreal, but was like it? that's the type of thing. Like, I think this is going to be one of those movies that people are just going to have fun with it, and feel like it's just a silly fun time. And the indie film 
circuit is just to me it's always like i like it when it's silly and fun i don't like it when it's just a fucking grumpy bullshit mess yeah so like <laughs> I, rather... I love fun movies and that's right? this is it this yeah, is yeah. Fun. <laughs> this is a fun movie if you want to watch just laugh or have in the background and party because you're gonna see something like right lasers or i've like... watched it probably at least 10 times now with different friends <laughs> and it still is just super fun and i have a good time every time and i, I keep seeing new things and uh yeah it's, and it also seems like this is something that could be considered gateway horror or gateway genre. Yeah. Especially yeah. Totally. for kids. Yeah, because kids are going to see it. And like I have a my niece has a son named Ted, Teddy. And I'm like, I have a movie. I made a movie that Ted can show his friends and be like, yo, this is my aunt. She's nice. she, this, this barbarian lady right here. This That's... is my aunt. And like and we have I've have friends whose kids have seen it and showed it to their friends. So not only had like, like a slumber f- party and, and yeah, yeah like you know. like Perfect one of our friends' kids had, had a slumber party with their friend and watched Xandu Hellfire and like and then she has a sticker on her bedroom door that says chicks only with uh, with with the Xandu Hellfire sticker next to it. It's my sticker. It's a Xandu Hellfire sticker that says chicks only. Well, didn't you say that the uh, director made a cut for uh, yeah the he little girls cl- class? For, yeah, so Justin went through and bleeped out all the cuss words so that she could show it to her school. So Perfect. like yeah, it's just the coolest. Oh my so god! So are we gonna get some Becky shirts? Becky shirts are available. Okay. Through Justin's um, uh, stuff. Etsy. I, I think it's his Etsy. Yeah, he has an Etsy, and you can get Becky shirts there, and the movie there too. We have the movie on the Atomic Cotton one. It's so it's cute. Shirt. I want a Becky it's shirt. It's super cute because he's talking. also got bitchin' shirts available. Yeah, we need bitchin'. Bitchin yeah, we need a dope. bitchin' shirt. We need a Becky shirt. We need Bloodsuckers Badass Burger mm-hmm. shirts. And uh, the Xandu Hellfire shirt is already available. <laughs> I love that there's merch ready for it. Well, I and mean, it's, yeah. Because the Becky shirt is fucking dope. The bitch. Because we I remember we were looking and then we were you're like, okay, we're sitting there watching. Like, this is great. But like, does her shirt say bitchin' on well, it? At one point, you missed the line because you were laughing. But Xandu says bitchin' shirt. And she goes, thanks. Ah. So, yeah, there's a whole like, there's a whole bitchin' shirt thing. And Andy Cobble, the... Uh, the trash guy mm-hmm. uh, is the one who did all of that artwork, like the Bloodsucker Jones and the. He didn't do the comic d- book, I don't think. I think I don't know who did that. But yeah. I'm not sure who did the comic book. Issue 187. Right. <laughs> right. 187. <laughs> but yeah, Andy um, is an, an, an amazing illustrator. And like, he was one of the first people we met too at the original Days of the Dead, where we met everybody. It, so it, uh, Justin and him grew up together. Yeah, so they've been like, like best friends since they were kids. You know. You know you're in good hands when the goof crew is making the movie. And, and yeah. so right? while she yeah. was off like shooting that big uh opening fight scene, that mm-hmm. was that was like the last thing that we shot, I believe. And uh Andy and I were just sitting off probably, I don't know, two or three hundred feet away from the uh actual set, uh just by ourselves in his car, trying not to make any noise because it was oh. so it was silent. So quiet on out there the in the desert. desert. Oh shit. Like you couldn't even like you could hear if we breathed. It was That's it was so insane. Is that like one of those um, sensory deprivation chambers or what is it? <laughs> you know. But I, but I got like five takes of that fight. Uh, oh wow! On my phone, the epic battle. Well, and where so, I get knocked the fuck out, and you have to 
lay there. We had, yeah, Libby and I had to lay there. Forever. It was, she was, it was, she was like on the ground for longer than that. I mean, I don't know. And I, for some reason, thought that it would water be over smart. There I, I thought that it would be smart to put water on the ground because the dust was getting, I was inhaling oh, all this no. dust. Oh, and I was like, well, I can put water on the ground so it won't be dusty. But then I'm like, no, no, no I'm in a face of mud. <laughs> so I was just laying in the mud. <laughs> Yeah, like an asshole. I'm suffering for my Look like you're snoring, Eric. Okay. Then, then I can just see it's a living or something. Yeah, right? <laughs> I do well, it for art. Between the buffoonery of the goons and the honestly also should be I is uh, um, Ariana America mm-hmm. as the, the bad sister. Right. She's also quite good and phenomenal in this film yeah super she great was she everyone was super fun there was so wonderful in the interplay with everyone xanadu was great too she had that she, balance of like good but also like I could, okay this is that horrible stringy blonde hair <laughs> <laughs> was that built in everyone that was me okay i was like Damn! No, yeah, I, I said it. Joke of her I said it two times, and then and then she says it, and the, it just kind of turned into a thing about a her running hair. joke. Yeah, I love running. I was joke. I was supposed to like be describing her because I'm on I'm on I'm looking for Xanadu, and I'm like the horrible hair. She is just, <laughs> she's the worst. She's just horrible so, hair, kind of cool outfit, not as cool as mine. That was <laughs> that was seriously that was the best scene to watch being shot. Uh, I was standing right right behind that the camera. Me and Preston? Yeah, yeah, her and Preston. He's going fro yo, and he couldn't get the line out. He's like, "How do you say it?" And she's like, "I don't know, I, yo. I don't know, yo." And just we just can't yo. Everybody behind the camera like <laughs> silently lost their shit, yep. and but they just kept going. But we were going. all like, we had to turn around and like run the other way because we were all cracking up. There was a lot of that of just like <clears throat> stupid. Okay, we just don't break just don't break up and just keep going it, it seems and it should be noted throughout the credits you you, you need to stay throughout yeah mm-hmm. there's some stuff there's but definitely many post-credit scenes i was i was kind of hoping out though for a little cannonball run ask you know you know because you you Outtakes. got a couple of good smacks on oh on yeah, yeah 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 i was wondering maybe if there were a few no that the are... that the little slap slap yeah that was a i only slap slapped him once okay that's fair that's yeah, fair because i I got him. I just got him so good, and he was like, "Damn!" Then, <laughs> then after after they yelled, cut, cut, after they yelled cut, cut, yeah, he gave me a high five. Yeah, he high fives Zach. <laughs> he was like, "All right, man." <laughs> it was funny, just like that type of that's, humor, nonstop. That's perfect. Right? I was gonna say that's the stuff that keeps you coming back. Yeah, fucking meatballs. It- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's shenanigans. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. This what this clean meatballs. You talked about <laughs> scratching a particular eighties PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah there right. There's, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. there's some language in it. I love yeah. it too. Yeah, this scratched a particular itch. Yeah. that I didn't realize by playing with a lot of different toys in the sandbox. But yeah, making it work. And That's... I would just like to note that it seems like there's movies out there like this for boys, like a ton of them. But you don't see a lot of girls doing this type of hijinks and silly antics and stupid bullshit. And we enjoy doing it just as much, if not you know, more, when we play in-house and all of our little play-acting dumb games that we do growing up. And, like, it, it had that sort of, like, tough girls, bad girls doing it for themselves type of energy, too. Yep. And uh, I, like to, I like to do that as much as I possibly can and in my life on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Justin really embraced that, too. He really and he did. really he did like played job. to it. You know? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. We're just a few weeks off of Etheria. You know, Lace Oh, my God. How night. good was Etheria? Uh, <laughs> it, it's... Every one of them was great. Yeah. I'm freaking real. But I'm just thankful now there are more... There are more outlets. Do we need to get better with it? Yes. Right. But I think there are more opportunities out there for, you know, to co- collaborate and yeah. get some stuff made. And for sure. It is a labor of love. How long you said? Like, it's been, this has been it three was a, years? It was a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, we went back and forth with the script for a couple of years. But he was doing Bloodsucker Jones stuff. And, it, like, he's one of the busiest little production guys that I've mm-hmm. met in the industry. And uh, yeah, so he has lots of projects out there. Just Justin Armeo, yeah. Well, it's you can tell that it. I mean, you really can tell it was a labor of love. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's because it's it it's, shows on the screen. It's it has that indie heart, like yes. that. That when like when indie movies are done really well, and you can tell people just had a good time, and they're not just there to like get a paycheck because you know that what's what what budget, yeah. you know right. they're just like right. having a good time. Yep. Yeah, no, it um, shows, and I'm. Really glad that you had that opportunity in terms of such your first time I needed like that. it. Yeah. I needed it because I was kind of fucking struggling through the pandemic, through my neck fucking destruction, through like all sorts of personal bullshit. And I'm not going to lie, being a girl in this genre of um, male ego, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough at times. Trash us, and please. So, We're right and here. So, yeah, to, to be a part of a project where I got to actually be myself and shine as the fucking weirdo myself that I am. And then then to have people be like, oh my God, you were so good. It's so, this is a happy, fun thing. Look at you go. And I'm like, yeah, I needed that for sure. For sure. Be yourself with laser powers. Yeah, with laser powers and big (laughs) sticks and leather accoutrement. Right? Because if you can be yourself, (laughs) be yourself. But if you be yourself with laser powers, be yourself with laser powers. Yeah. So I went for it and we did it and it's super cool. Like I'm going to be riding the high. I, I want to be Valeria forever. I have that hashtag and I'm like Valeria forever. Cause like I think about character actors cause we know we, we do this. We're in this convention circuit and there's mm-hmm. people that are like, I just did a thing and it was stupid and people loved it. And I'm the toxic Avenger, you know, like if I could do that in some form sure. and just like care, I didn't know how much I was going to just love character acting but hello, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I was, <laughs> so. <laughs> I was talking to Mount Baldy at the con, or, or maybe it was you, where I'm like, man, I would love to be a, You've a character actor and just that. go to yeah, the dude. cons and just and just be like a, one of the characters that lives in my brain yeah. just on screen. That would yeah. be great. It was really fun. Oh. And one of the things we talk about is a dream. Yeah. Letting people know how much their work and art means to them while they're still here yeah and i guarantee i appreciate that in future conventions you are going to get a legion of it's... little girls coming up to you and <laughs> just saying holy shit like valeria if, like if I, when i meet a child if i meet a child valeria i'm gonna pass out i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry <laughs> and pass out i'm gonna be like she killed me i can't handle it oh my gosh if i yeah I'm proje- I'm just gonna manifest that right now. You're out there, you little Valeria. I'm meet you at some con in the future. But that was the cool thing, though, with Ethereum is when we heard that audience member. Yeah, that she time. was sitting right by me. That what, girl. You guys were there? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was, was there, and she was like, was, 
I've never seen anything like this. I've never been to an all-female thing. I didn't know this was a thing. My friend just brought me, and this is amazing. And thank you. Like, this girl just, like, she kind of went off for a minute. It was great. But it was, she was feeling it, and she was just like, you could see how touched she was. And I have been that girl. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm a little jaded because I've been in the scene for a minute. But, like, I remember sitting in a theater and going to first horror club events and going to the first thing and being like, you know, oh, is that Greg in the theater? Hey, Greg. You know, like, yep. be going out there and finding your <coughs> little circuit. And then meeting when you. Jill. Yeah, and meeting Jill. And, like, and Jill was here today with yes. us. We didn't yeah. talk about her yet, but she came in to watch the movie with us. And that was pretty fucking special, too. I'm not going to get too choked up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there is that scene there is that group of people that you just kind of got to work sometimes to find it but it's out there and it's it's really cool when they actually accept you in <laughs> and like bring you in and like are g- a good inclusive thing you know and that's one one thing i loved with crypticon is i did see more diversity yeah a, a lot there was a lot of diversity this oh, yeah. year for sure uh, so many families a lot of families and the next yeah generation. i love seeing the little kids yeah and did you see that whole family of kids and they all dressed as something scary megan the little megan, the megan. i gave her stickers dude yeah i gave him stickers yeah. too so there was the nun there was in, in the same family there was the nun there um, was a terrifier off, there was a the little terrifier, girl yeah. from terrifier oh, the did clown you? Girl. oh no yeah. and there was a megan the, so there was four yeah, kids and they're all dressed kids. up and the littlest one she's maybe about six she was Megan, and I say, "Hey, can you do the Megan dance?" And she goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and so they were at our booth, and I said, "Hey, you, I like everybody's outfits, but you're my favorite. Here's a sticker." And she was like, "Thanks." <laughs> and I, I didn't give stickers to the other kids, there, but <laughs> Aunt Valeria's the best. There was a baby there that had the he he straight up looked like a Cabbage Patch doll. Oh, no. It had like, it had a Freddy scratch on its head. If you yeah. saw a baby with a Freddy scratch on its head, it had a perfectly shaped like, head. Perfectly shaped. It was it did was you, great. Do you see the little girl dressed up as Chucky? Yes, she was so adorable. All the little kids were so cute. They came out all dressed up as horror it was, monsters. But that's yeah. just, it was wonderful and to see the, and to see people having fun. Right. And the little and boy dressed up as the jackal. I saw that, dude. That yeah. Was, yeah. That, that he was cool. Like, that was a really good one. Yeah, that was impressive. His brother was something cool, too. Uh, but the, yeah, the whole family had good outfits. They, and that's just, it's a family thing. I love seeing yeah, that. And, and so, like, and I was one of those kids, right? You know, like, I didn't know that, I mean, I did because kids. I had a good dad. Like, I had at least one good parent that told me that I could be different and be what I wanted to be. But, like, that's not really enforced a lot upon children that they can, yo, you want to be a little weirdo? You can be a little weirdo and yeah. just like get out your creative outlet in whatever way you need to. And when I, like when people are like, you took your kid to the horror movie convention? It's like, yeah. And they learned like about wardrobe and art and, and sculpting and they met 25 other kids that are yep. all interested in the same shit, you know? So it's like, get they, out there. They see that he's not Jason. He's actually a guy named Kane right. Hodder who's right. just a giant dude <laughs> right. who's real nice and yep. yeah. he's not real. You so. basically are introducing them to a world of, of art Of the and creative culture. arts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Of which I'm not like, saying is dying out theater. there, but there needs that there needs to be that outlet right. for them, and there and that's just it. That's a way of the art artful kids out there to be able to be creative. That's how I found my outlet. Yes, I mean, oh, I from the get go, I knew that I was a different kind of kid into a different kind of thing that none of the other girls were really into. That I knew, I had one sort of female friend, <laughs> but like, yeah, yes. once you find your place yes. 
that's what like once we started doing atomic cotton there was just such a reception of for me myself to be like oh i found people that understand me and i'm safe to be who i want to be and then to have other people be like hey I, we see you thriving and like now we want to be your friend and like it's just it's a great feeling fast forward you know 12 or 13 years and and have people come up in shirts that they bought 10 years ago yeah and then to have someone be like i met like, you when oh, i was a yeah. kid and you were really nice to me and the I twins and, and yeah like we know people that we've known since they were children and like this the the friendships that we've made with people over the years because of yeah. movies silly, and the arts and, and doing <laughs> silly weird yeah. silly shit it's just the best it's listen man it's like i said pals pals yeah. and your Learn pals, to like cheese pal your pals will change over time but man the older you get you really settle into some of these pals yep. and i'm very again i'm very thankful for each and every single one of you all for being Same. a part of my life have been in my life Same. and as these days and age everything is going on now i mean like this is the kind of stuff that keeps me churning forward mm-hmm. yeah for real you know, it legit does knowing and the drive throughs coming up soon i've been waiting for you guys to see this movie for so and long yes yes it's been, <laughs> sitting, it's been sitting it's been awaiting a perfect kind of viewing experience yeah. so like this. I'm, I'm really glad yeah. thank you for having us into no. the the home to watch it and no, with jill and everything it hey, was super good it gave me some belly laughs yeah and i loved it he's a good and like I, I do enjoy foul mouth kids. Our today. own Trisha Takanawa. <laughs> God damn it! That so there good. was a so few good. different things. That one gave me a, the huge one, but there was some just some internet. You know what it was? It was the boom, just like riffs. Yeah. That no, the fact that the the, the music teacher had like the oh yeah behind yeah. him making bad jokes. Benji Fonic. And then they immediately took out the trumpet player. Yep, they all pointed <laughs> the same girl. Just such goofiness. Uh, I loved was, it. I yeah. loved everything about it. I will say I, this. I have been telling people that it's just one joke after another. It, it just rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls and it keeps but going. it's so funny because Xanadu is the most serious one in this madcap world. Yeah. For real. <laughs> she, and it just keeps going. Like, wacky shit just keeps happening. And like, But basically, Xanadu mm. and Raven are the serious ones engaged in this battle and epic between time. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else is just in, their, in a different movie. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that sincerity with the shenanigans. Like I said, there's yeah. a fine balance on there that I'm really impressed you guys hit with that. So, fuck it. Kudos, congratulations, all this stuff. But Thank sincerely, you. I'm proud and happy. Oh, my God. Beyond like, proud and happy for Thank you. you guys. And I'm impressed with us. We didn't cry that much. We, we didn't did. cry. We, we kept it together. We did like really well. Maybe no, doesn't I, cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know, yeah, I know we've got other stuff that's going to be coming up. Um, here in uh, the end of September with uh, the drive-in and all the other kind of things but that we'll be looking so forward to. But yeah, yeah, this was... I mean, so, like, I'm really, really glad to see this. The fact that I can watch it with you, like, one of the stars of the movie. Right. You know? And <laughs> such a surprise how big your role really was. It just kept you know? getting bigger and bigger. Right. right. As did the smile <laughs> on our faces with every yeah, new thing that You guys kept turning around kids. being like, wait, you're back. Wait, you're back. Wait, you're here. You're serious again. Look at you go. <laughs> you know well let's just say it is available to view on tubi yep it's on tubi and, and uh apple tv and i think it's coming to air all the streaming things soon we have blu-rays available yep. too pick them up through various things there's a lot I'm of saving i'm there. saving them for a horror hound we'll have blu-rays at horror hound excellent excellent well make sure to say hi to him out at horror hound because you never know that initial say yeah. hi when erica's directing her first feature film <laughs> you maybe never know. she'll maybe i'll in. put you in it <laughs> But sincerely, congratulations, you guys, both of you. I love you, Greg. too. Thank you. I, from again, 
from that creep show I moment to this. I couldn't do it if it this. wasn't for Zach. I know he wasn't on this episode a whole lot. Zach was <laughs> actually really, I'm actually really impressed with you, good sir, because yeah. I know you can always go real quick. 30 minutes later, it's like, Zach, reel it in. Reel it in. <laughs> well, I figured I'd keep my mouth shut because this is her show. You I'm know the what star I mean? like, this one, yeah. guys. You're always the star. You're always the star. <laughs> yeah, no, she went out there a week before I did, and um, yeah, I think you were out there for 12 to 14 days. 12 days. Like yeah, total, I think. And she she was like, I want to go out by myself first because I've never done that. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. So I went out and... Uh, went and visited a friend and uh for like i don't know three or four days and then i went and joined her up in la and then we went to the desert and did all the the cool oh, desert shit. shit it was awesome but again it's good that you can experience that together though yep individually of course but you guys work so well as a unit so yep. i'm glad to always see you collaborate the kaufman unit damn right <laughs> the kaufman <laughs> connection <laughs> zach erica Uh, I know we are going to continue our uh, waxing the car of some of our favorite local artists here in the Kansas City area. Uh, We're still working on some of the the guest list here. So until Mm -hmm. that time, just tune in next week to see who it is. So um, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. I don't know if I can learn to like cheese. It hurts. (laughs) 